Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now sit back, please, and enjoy Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. by the Wizard of Weird. This is Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. I am Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new mind-blowing content, news exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more... And on this edition of the program, you are about to meet a real Santero. And not just any Santero. This man has been my great friend for many years. And he is going to tell you, honestly, candidly, what you can do to increase your your luck, your fortune, the positivity in your life. And he's going to tell you what to do if you have something... Not so nice. Something dark in your house. You would not believe how many people are uh, exploring a piece of property and find some kind of spooky thing. And they say, what is this? Well, <laughs> you'll, you'll hear what he has to say about all that as well. Um, you know, right off the bat, Santeria is one of those religions, philosophy, call it what you will, that is not that familiar to most people who live here in the United States. I know people listen to this show all over the world. I've always found religion to be uh, a fascinating topic because, for the most part, religion is the closest the average person comes on a daily basis or a regular basis to thinking about the paranormal and the spiritual side of life. And so whether you are uh, a religious person or you are not religious at all, it says something about your outlook on the world. And there are so many different kinds of religions that that also shows us, you know, what diversity we have in all the different ways that people view the world. So before I play for you some portions of my phone call with this gentleman, Santero David Longley. Let me just tell you that if you go to Wikipedia, the almighty Wikipedia, and you just look up Santeria, here's what it says. It says, this is an African religion that developed in Cuba between the 16th and 19th centuries. Uh, by the way, I believe it has to do with basically bringing in slaves. That's my understanding. Um, and then it goes on to say there is no central authority in control of Santeria. Um, it is organized through autonomous groups, each led by an initiate known as a Santero, which is male, or Santera, which is female. It's also called um, a syncretic religion, which basically means there's a mix of things. It says it's a... It arose 
through a process of syncretism between the traditional Yoruba religion of West Africa and the Roman Catholic form of Christianity. It is polytheistic, involving the veneration of deities known as Orisha. You'll hear more about that in a minute. But here is one of the things that I find most interesting about this religion. They stress something called animism. And that is something that is popular among a lot of ancient religions and belief systems. Uh, here's the Wikipedia definition of that. Animism is the belief that objects, places, and creatures all possess a distinct spiritual essence. Potentially, animism perceives all things, animals, plants, rocks, rivers, weather systems, human handiwork, and perhaps even words as animated and alive. Animism is used in the anthropology of religion as a term for the belief system of many indigenous peoples, especially in contrast to the relatively more recent development of organized religions. I must tell you, um, personally, you know, I was raised up as a Southern Baptist and, uh, but I, you know, I've always had a very open mind. Uh, growing up, I had many friends of uh, diff of different backgrounds. Um, I had uh, a friend who was a Pentecostal. Uh, I had uh, friends. Well, I I've been to Catholic Mass a number of times. I actually made a documentary uh, called "Inside the Church of Satan." And uh, I was the first person in over 40 years to get to go, you know, like like an outsider to, to get to go, quote unquote, within the Church of Satan and document some of their rituals. So, I mean, I've seen a lot. And what I can tell you is that, honestly, I I have come to my own personal conclusion that I believe in the concept of animism as well. I do believe that every material thing has a spirit. That, you know, a, a rock, a tree, a mountain, a star, a planet, um, they all have some kind of a spirit. And I, if you, if you want to look at that scientifically, I think it breaks down to vibration. You know, these things are, are resonating. They are above absolute zero. You know, they're, they're vibrating and, and that's, that is some kind of a fundamental aspect of life. But anyway, you're going to hear what he has to say. He is a priest of Ifa, and he is almost 77 years old. Let me tell you real quick here how I met him. Uh, you, I'm sure, know that I have quite a background in Puerto Rico. I, I've spent a lot of time in Puerto Rico. I, I lived there for five years, but I, I've been traveling there for much, much longer than that. And it, it's one of those bizarre synchronicities. Um Basically, okay, <laughs> I used to produce these paranormal cruises where I'd sign up 30, 40 people and, and we'd go on a cruise somewhere in the Caribbean and we'd go study pirates and pirate ghosts and the Bermuda Triangle and buried treasure and all that business. And one time, I, I think this is the one time I, uh, I met him, I was hired I usually produce my own events, but I was hired at one point to host an event for the A&E television network. And uh, 
it was a paranormal cruise, you know, and so basically I needed to to take them to, to some places where I could sort of give them ghost tours. And I'd never been to Puerto Rico. And so let's see if you can keep up with this. I was trying to figure out, uh, having no connection at that time to Puerto Rico, how I could get some information about paranormal stuff there. And my wife, Lauren, of course, she was going to be on the tour. And she said, well, at that time, she was working um, in, in as a benefits analyst for a big company. And she said, well, this guy that I work with has a wife whose dad lives in Puerto Rico. So his name is Mike. And let's see if we can connect you, you know, to Mike. So I talked to Mike and it turns out Mike uh, was a gringo who had sort of retired in Puerto Rico, lived alone, was really into all this kind of, you know, strange stuff. And he was like the big key contact that made all this happen. So when we got to Puerto Rico, uh, we met with Mike and he had some ghost stories and he took the group around and, and, and helped me give all these people a ghost tour. I was so impressed. I, I after the, the cruise was over, I went back to Puerto Rico. And at that time, Mike said, I want to introduce you to my friend Manuel, who is a licensed tour guide here in Puerto Rico. And so I hired Manuel to take me to the rainforest. And Manuel brought his friend Santero David Longley. So here, that's how I met David. All right. I need <laughs> This is not something I chose. The universe said, you have to meet this man. And it gets weirder, trust me. So my wife's co-worker's wife's dad introduced me to a guide who introduced me to, to David. When I met David, and he was all dressed in white, and he has, he definitely has that kind of Merlin, you know, element. He's got the, he's got the white beard and the, the crystal blue eyes and all that. And, um, amazingly amazingly this man that i met under these circumstances in puerto rico spent the most valuable years of his life in Asheville, north carolina he he basically grew up where in the town that i was born and raised in talk about coincidence he's he's originally from new york uh but he grew up primarily in Asheville. he's an incredible artist. Okay. He, he's able to crank out art and it looks like some kind of machine produced it. Every kind. I don't care what it is. If it's especially painting and, you know, drawing and painting, but any type of art, you put it in his hands. He's a master. Um, and so we became fast friends and we knew there was something more to our, you know, our meeting than, than, than met the eye initially. And then at one point, I produced a, a retreat in Puerto Rico, a, a very exclusive thing for like 10 people. And um, I produced it with Santero David Longley and Dr. Mulder, the wishing machine master. And we had this fantastic retreat. And one of the ladies on the retreat was named Fran. And Fran is also a great friend and supporter of mine. And uh, she and David became fast friends. And at that point, David was looking into coming back to North Carolina because he's really into gems and minerals and stuff like that. And so Fran actually helped David transition back 
to Western North Carolina. That's where he is right now. And he is just having the time of his life. He is living large in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And every day he's out there looking at gems and he's making wands and he's really doing some amazing stuff. When we come back, you'll hear my recent conversation with Santero David Longley, where we dig into all of it and a lot more. Don't forget, if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you have got to take two seconds, sign up for my free e-newsletter, and you will receive an instant digital good luck charm and instructions on how to build some special aura glasses that will help you see into the other side. You'll also get to participate in some special experiments that I'm doing soon. JoshuaPWarren.com That's my name, Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. There's more Strange Things coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. Want to meet like-minded people just like you? Go now to ParanormalDate.com. And now more Joshua P. Warren on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren. And you are about to hear words of wisdom from a real Santero, a real priest, my friend Santero David Longley, L-O-N-G-L-E-Y. And he might just say something that you were meant to hear right now in your life. Now, think about that. I I think that's one of the valuable things about podcasts like this. Sometimes the right information comes into your life at the right time, just when you need to hear something that will give you some guidance. And and he's going to uh, he's going to address a lot. You know, uh, people, they often say, man, Josh, you're so lucky you get to meet all these fascinating people and talk to them. I wish I could be a fly on the wall. Well, you're about to be a fly on the wall. And I'll tell you something else about religion in general. You know, religion does not have to be accurate. It doesn't have to be perfect. Nothing is. I understand people get frustrated because they're looking for perfect truth out there, but we are fallible human beings. And so you're, you're never going to, you know, find this utopian scenario where everything is perfect, but having some kind of handle, some kind of a viewpoint is, is a great thing to help you because maybe you've heard the old saying, idle hands do the devil's work. And that has never been more true, perhaps, than it has been recently when you have people being locked down and people who are having a lot of their hobbies and fun times taken away. People are going to do things. 
whether you like it or not. And it's good to, to occupy yourself with a, a spiritual journey because uh, otherwise idle hands can become mischievous. There's also a quote that uh, is often attributed to a translation of the Buddha. And look, I understand there's controversy over these kinds of quotes, and this may or may not be accurate. But anyway, the quote is, Believe nothing, no matter where you read it or who said it, no matter if I have said it, unless it agrees with your own reason and your own common sense. So, regardless of the authenticity of that quote, uh, that's always stuck with me for some reason. So, David Longley was on a journey. He was on a journey of spiritual exploration. And that is what led him to Puerto Rico. So, maybe you're on such a journey. Maybe you've already found what you're looking for. Maybe not. But uh, bear that in mind when you, you consider this guy was was a gringo, was an outsider who who went to Puerto Rico, and um, I'm sure he went to some other islands in the area. He'll tell you as much as he can about certain things he's experienced, some things he's not allowed to say. But uh, when I got on the phone with him the other day, the first thing I said was, well, uh, you're a priest. Uh, in, in Santeria. So let's just start with the basics. Um, from your point of view, just tell us, please, Santero David Longley, what is Santeria? What is Santeria? And here is what he had to say about that. Santeria is basically an animistic religion. And it has a lot of earmarkings from the ancient uh, Egyptian uh, mythologies. Uh, it is basically African. There are many varieties of it in the New World, such as Lucame, Candomblé, uh, Voudon, um, <clears throat> many other, other names that you probably wouldn't uh, be uh, familiar with. But it is... Um, they, they have what is called Orishas, and these are basically deities that have certain powers. They're not very much unlike the angels in the Bible, who also have various powers and what have you. I think the uh, Jacob's Ladder is, is about some of those angels, and also Enoch, who came into contact with some of those angels also, that uh, gave him insights into the workings of the, um, the earth and how uh, mankind relates to it. Now, you just said that it's animistic, and I suppose you're referring to the concept of animism. Uh, if that's, animism, yes. Wh what is that exactly? Now, I, that, that, that's a difficult question for me to answer, because I'm only using it because I know that it has been used in reference to uh, Santeria. Um, I'm going to have to say that it is more of a natural religion rather than a theof theosophical religion. And that is because it deals more with nature rather than a higher spiritual spirituality. That's and, my understanding. And so basically, I, I think it, animism is really about believing that everything, and I mean everything, has some kind of a spirit. Is that right? Yes, it does. It has a spirit, and it also has its own vibration. And that, that goes into uh, inanimate as well as animate objects. Mm -hmm. So uh, a rock 
or a tree has just as much of a spirit as you or I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. They are the purest spirits. The purest earth spirits. Um, Can you give us some examples of things you experienced in the initiation? The initiation is not unlike a uh, baptism. It's a rebirthing, actually. And so for an entire week, you are like a child being brought up into a new world. And that is the best way that I can can describe it, because we're not supposed to talk about the actual uh, initiation process. But I can say that it is a rebirth. You you at the beginning, you do nothing for yourself. You are a baby. And that, my friend, is a very difficult thing to do when you're a grown man and women are taking care of you. <laughs> uh, so for people who are listening who have really never even heard much at all about Santeria, what are some of the things about Santeria that would surprise the average person? I'm not sure that it would be too surprising in this day and age because we're so used to unusual things. But I I do want to say one thing about it. There is, in the practice of Santeria, a lot of animal sacrifice. Now, that um, brings up a little boogaboo with a lot of people about uh, killing animals and blood sacrifice and this and that, and they they channel that with... um, um, Satanism and um, bloody sacrifices and all of that sort of thing. But being a farm boy as I was, I was very um, used to having my grandpa or grandmother chop the heads off the chickens and they would run around the yard and what have you. So I was, I was used to that. So that's probably the one thing that they would be surprised or, or maybe even uh, kind of put that aside. They wouldn't want to deal, deal with that. But I, I learned that the, the, the sacrifice is really something that um, you must always give something to receive something. And that, that is a lesson that I think everyone needs to learn. And I think that really is the lesson of, uh, of Santeria in the, same, uh, in the same vein. You know, you've always said that. And uh, since I've known you, and I've always thought that's valuable to keep in mind because so many people out there just feel entitled. They pray and they say, gimme, 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 gimme. Uh, but they oh, never yeah. think about why they deserve it and what they're going to give back in return. And, right, uh, right, and you know, right. and it's funny because even in some little rituals that I've done, uh, I like to eat beef jerky. And so what I'll do is I'll take like a piece of my favorite beef jerky that I would love to be eating, but instead I, I put it down and I say, this is an offering, you know, for the, the ritual, you know, to whatever spirit is going to help me. And, um, so I guess, you know, you're doing kind of the same thing with a, a live chicken, huh? Yes. Well, an- another way of putting that is when people go to the cemetery and they take flowers and put on their um, their, their ancestors' graves. It's the same thing. Yeah. It really is the same thing. Um, I always remember my mom's birthday, and what I do is I take her uh, a nice cup of coffee because I know she had to have her coffee in the morning, and I would make uh, some cinnamon toast, which was one of her favorite things, and that would be something that uh, I gave to uh, to her on that special occasion. So these these are the little things that we can do without, um, uh, you know, I hate to get into religion, but, you know, when they pass the offering plate around, it's always kind of like obligatory. you got to put something in there, whether it's a dollar or a quarter or whatever it is. 
And even though I still go to uh, to church and I go to Sunday school and whatever, there are certain things about us that just sort of um, just don't sit right with me. Well, you know, it is interesting because people look at something they're not familiar with and they say, oh, what is this sacrificing business? But you're right, you know, even giving an offering and the, when they pass the plate around is, is a version of this. And of course, yeah. Yeah. But, but let's address, you know, the dark side for a minute when people are, are sacrificing humans or they're digging up dead bodies. Would that be what is part of uh, what they call bruharia? Um, I'm not sure that you would call it bruharia. I would actually say these are more of the dark arts. And uh, when I was being initiated, part, part of the uh, the lesson that I received is that I was never, ever to touch the dark side of the religion. And there always is that. There's always the positive and negative. And so, you know, people who want to practice the negative, they must be careful. And I know I've told you this before because it's liable to turn around and bite you in the butt. Yeah. What is bruharia exactly then? Uh, bruharia, that, that is basically uh, summoning spirits to do your bidding. And I have seen a number of different um, methods by which that is done. Sometimes they call forth a, uh, a spirit, or we might call them a demon at this point in time, uh, a spirit, and they will bind that spirit to a cauldron and wrap it in chains, and, and they put uh, offerings and what have you. And as long as you feed that uh, cauldron with that spirit in there who is chained to it, then he will he or she will do your bidding. But, of course, if you uh, um, uh, become negligent of it, then that's when they can escape, and that's when they do you the bad, and that's that's where you get in trouble. But that that is basically what I call brujaria, and that that is people who want to do harm and do nasty things. It's, it's just uh, it's just not a good practice. Occasionally, I'll see a news report about somebody who moves into a new house and they're doing some yard work. And- and they they dig up one of these containers that's got the chains wrapped around it. And it's obviously oh, something yeah. from uh, Brujaria. So uh, ha- if you find something like that, what's the best way to get rid of it? You'll hear the answer to that question when we come back. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, My name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in the way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. The four. The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for details. With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman has developed Luminous for amazing results treating these issues with his stem cell-based formula, APT200. Try Luminous today with our postage-paid starter kit for only $19.99, available exclusively at HealthyLooking.com. Join thousands of satisfied customers using Luminous. Learn more at HealthyLooking.com. This is George Norrie, and you're listening to the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 
I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And before the break, I asked Santero David Longley, what do you do? What does one do if he or she finds an undesirable object on the property? Here is what he said. The best way to get rid of it is put it right back in the ground and cover it up and forget that it was ever there. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Put it back where it was, huh? Put it right back where it was. Um, I, I had an experience at my next-door neighbor in PR. He made the fatal mistake of uh, digging one up. Not only did he dig it up, he opened it up, and that was even even worse. And I said, the best thing that you can do now is take that to the ocean, to Yemaya, and have her wash that uh, negativity away, which he did. But I fear that it was a little too late because that man was plagued by uh, a, a lot of things when after he moved into that house yeah. uh, he had it robbed a couple of times he had um young ladies that were taking advantage of him uh there, there were just all sorts of negative things happening next door that that was one of the reasons why i was anxious to get away from there other than the the um well that didn't uh the, the hurricane didn't scare me as much as what was going on next door <laughs> So now, for people who are listening who want some advice of how to increase their luck and good fortune, uh, what advice do you give? Well, I'm going to say their luck and good fortune. I look at it this way. I don't ask for luck or good fortune. I ask for a good life. And I think that's really all that we can really ask for. And what I have learned to do recently is to meditate on those particular items that I find necessary for my personal survival. Now, you call those needs, you call them wants, or whatever you want to call them, but a lot of people, you know, what they want to ask for is, oh, I want a new car, oh, I want to pay my rent. Well, paying your rent is okay, but they usually ask for some kind of monetary something that they can, how how should I say, use to um, make themselves feel better. Well, money is not to make yourself feel better. Money is to make you more secure. So if you ask for it in that way, that's one thing. But to be um, just asking for money, no, it it, it doesn't work that way. So really what what you're doing at the same time is is you're trying to manifest this. And as you put it out there, you're, you're sending a signal from your brain because your brain has these little electrical impulses in there. And those little electrical currents flies out into the atmosphere and they continue on until something obstructs them. Now, what that may be, we have no idea because we haven't gone that far yet. But at the same time, um, I've always done this with um, things that um, I, I don't ask, as I say, for, for money. I ask for the needs that are needed at that time. Every week, I get contacted by at least one person who says, I have some kind of dark entity in my house and I need help. I want to get rid of it. Um, what kind of device do you offer in those situations? Well, there, there are a lot of um, a lot of things that you can do. You can uh, burn incense. You can do smudging with sage. Um, th- those are cleansing rituals and, and what have you. But at the same time, you are living in a space where they where this entity has lived before. And I really believe that's, that, that's quite uh, true because I've seen that happen uh, a lot of times. 
people move into houses that they just bought and suddenly they find that there's a spirit there that's scaring the bejesus out of them or something that they, they, they don't understand. But that spirit has always been there. So basically, you, all you have to say is, uh, it's okay for you to be here. Just don't bother me. Leave me alone and go on your business and I'll go on mine and we will have a good time together. And that that's a good way of looking at it because if you start um, throwing negative material toward them, and they're going to throw it right back at you. Again, it's like I say, be careful what you wish for because it might come back and bite you. Yeah, it's almost counterintuitive, isn't it? You you want to be aggressive, but sometimes you're better off to just be really nice and loving toward those dark things. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I've heard things, you know, where, where things fly off the wall and whatever. Well, these are angry spirits, so what you want to do is try to, to placate them. Maybe put a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich out on the table and leave it there and see if that, that helps. Um, anything. Uh, one of the Orishas is named uh, Oshun, and one of her things is that uh, she is able to soothe the anger from men's tongues by smearing honey on their lips. <laughs> and that's kind of the same principle. Please explain your thoughts on the human chakra and the uses of studying the chakra. I think really what can be said about that is studying the chakra studying Kabbalah and the Tree of Life, it is really recognizing who and what you are about. That is the whole thing with the chakras. And I have been um, actively getting a number of um, singing bowls that are tuned to the various chakras. And the last one that I got is the heart chakra, which I'm playing right now for you to hear on the... Did you hear that? Yeah, it's beautiful. That's the heart chakra. And that's something I kind of wanted to say to uh, the listeners right now is that a long time ago, I think most everyone here is uh, of the age that they can remember that song, This is the Age of Aquarius. Yeah. Well, this is the age of Aquarius. And the thing of it is, is that the age of Aquarius started um, back in the 60s, exactly when it uh, was being sung by the people that produced hair. And what's interesting about that is, is that uh, this um, correlation with the uh, equinoxes, it happens every two two. 26,000 years is the change between one zodiac sign and another, and that happened some time ago. So we're right at the beginning of a new cycle or the age of Aquarius, which is represented by Mars. Now, does that make your hair stand up a little bit? Yeah, because that's sort of the opposite of what we think. You know, we the age of Aquarius has been marketed as a time for love and peace, but you're saying that uh-huh. it's a time of war, perhaps. It is a time of cutting the old and building the new. Uh-huh. And and that is what I believe is actually happening at this particular point in our time. Our, our nation is divided between... Two, two factions of, uh, of people. And it's, it's unfortunate in, in a way, but it is the way it has to be. And the odd thing about it is that it is evenly distributed. <clears throat> and uh, we have 50-50 and 50-50 on the other side. And that's exactly what is happening at this, this point in our development. We're just infants as far as the new age is concerned and its development. 
And that, I think, is, is the real message of what is happening with all the stuff that we've been seeing on the news and, and goings on and what have you, the COVID, the whole, the whole thing. It is an awakening. We are so caught up in the everyday humdrum of, of living that we don't take time for ourselves. And I think that's a, a lot of the angst that is going on at, at this point in time. We're just so weary. We're just weary of it all. And what we need to do is just settle down, take a deep breath, relax, and just let the world float by. Not pay any of attention. Let whatever comes into your mind come into your mind. Let it go, let it go, let it go. And just relax. Listen to the sound of silence if you can. That That's that's what I'm going to be trying to, to do. Uh, I know this is going to be hard for people to believe, but... Uh... You pride your your privacy and your meditation time so much. You don't have a website. You don't have an email address. But um, so, you know, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you and your work? I would love to have them write me a letter. This is something that uh, I love to do. And as you know, I write good letters. Yes. You may not always be able to read them and <laughs> get through the misspelling, but nevertheless, uh, I do that because I feel it's a, a much more personal thing. Um, I'm not a computer whiz, and so I, I don't uh, frustrate myself with trying to, to learn that. I have too many other uh, irons in the fire, so to speak. But if people would like to get a hold of me, I can give you my um, uh, post office box, which is P.O. Box 1074, Weaverville, North Carolina, zip code 28787. I'd be happy to hear from anyone, and I certainly will return the, the, um, the letter. Again, that address is David Longley, and the last name is spelled L-O-N-G-L-E-Y, P.O. Box 1074, Weaverville, that's W-E-A-V-E-R-V-I-L-L-E, North Carolina, N-C, and the zip is 28787. David Longley, P.O. Box 1074, Weaverville, North Carolina, 28787. What a rare and wonderful thing it is to receive a letter, a handwritten letter from Santero David Longley. And I'm telling you, uh, <laughs> he will do it. He is almost an epic letter writer. And if you write to him, I think he would be delighted to get back with you. So thank you very much. Santero David Longley for, gosh, not only coming on the show, but just being such a wonderful friend and helping so many people over these years. Uh, we could just go on and on digging into it. But, you know, speaking of letters, I got a letter just the other day, and... uh <laughs> It was, it was, it was scary. I'll be honest with you. It was scary. It was a warning. And th there is a, a gentleman who listens to this show and he lives in California. And, uh, he, he sat down and he took a pen and he put it to paper and he wrote me a letter and he warned me about something. And uh, I think he said that it was okay for me to share it with all of you. And I, um, I could, I think I can give his name out, but I, I'm not going to do that, uh, because this is some, you know, 
I think it's a, a pretty personal matter. So when we come back from this break, I am going to tell you, well, I'm just going to read his letter to you. And you can tell me what you think about it. It is a dire warning, though. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's more Joshua P. Warren and Strange Things coming right up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel is waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information. 
The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and here is a letter, a physical letter I received in the mail, handwritten from a gentleman in California. He wrote, Dear Mr. Warren... Greetings to you and your wife, Lauren. I am writing this letter to you as a warning. I understand your curiosity about UFOs, but I must warn you of the danger you and your colleagues are putting yourselves in. I am an abductee and of the world that I was taken to. I believe trying to make contact with these beings is tantamount to wanting to be exposed to a great danger. We have not the understanding of what and who they are. The message I heard from the crop circles was, quote, I am here to eat you, end quote, and I believe it's on the level. I have had firsthand experience with these beings, and they are not as friendly as you would like to believe. They forcefully removed me from my home and took me to another world, a world of great danger, and sat me down right in the middle of it. And you want to contact beings that do this? Capital letters here, folks. Beware, beware, beware. With three exclamation points. You are putting your life in their hands. Let the U.S. government deal with these beings With the in-person contacts and communication, at least they have some form of defense, I hope. Nevertheless, please stop trying to contact these beings, although watching them may be safe to do. You could wind up disappearing forever. I feel lucky they brought me back home. I could have been a meal for those mollusks. Sincerely, and he signed his name. So, um, <laughs> you know, you if you've listened to some of my past shows, you've heard me talk about my attempts to communicate with various types of UFOs and contact them, and that is his reaction. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to leave that as it is. 
that is what he had to say. So take that into consideration when you make up your mind as to whether or not you want to be involved in in that type of risky business, I guess. You know, on this edition of the show, I, I hope you've enjoyed um, sort of teetering on, on various different topics. And one thing I, of course, have been talking about is, well, the idea of religion. And it reminded me of this email I got from a truck driver, also from California. This man is from, um, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, Port Huneme, maybe, California. Uh, something that happened around 1982. He said, friends of mine had just bought a house that had a small guest house out back. I needed a place to live, and the guest house was perfect. My friends had two young boys, about five and seven years old. The main house was small, built in the 1950s. The living room and kitchen were in the front, with bedrooms off a hallway in the back. It was a three-bedroom home, the last of which the boys would not go near, and opted to share a single room instead. The unwanted third bedroom became a storage room for the family. When I would visit in the main house, I'd enter through the back door and walk down the hallway past the bedrooms. It was summertime, but every time I walked by the unwanted room, I felt cold. Just by that door, nowhere else. Experiencing the consistently cold area always gave me a spooky feeling. The boys were so afraid of the storage room that they would go around the outside of the house to visit me as opposed to walking down the hallway. And one day I talked them into staying close to me as I opened the door to show them there was nothing scary in the room. I cracked the door open and air as cold as a freezer came out. I tried to stay calm as the children ran down the hall to their room. She hugged the kids and brought her rosary beads to the storage room's door. And there she hung them on the doorknob, saying they would ward off evil spirits in hopes this would calm the boys. When I came to visit the next day, I noticed the rather large cross on the rosary was bent in half. The only way to have bent it would have been with pliers. I showed it to my friends, and they were as upset as I was. There was a very uncomfortable and evil feeling exuding from the room from then on. Shortly thereafter, I got into a serious motorcycle accident and nearly died. I wasn't sure if it was related to the strange occurrences in the house, but I was compelled to move. So were my friends. They put the house up for sale while living elsewhere, while it sat vacant for a year. How about that? A rosary bent. You know, that that's interesting, isn't it? When people say, look, this goes beyond the spiritual. There is something, you know, physical here. There, there, I have some physical evidence. Uh, it reminds me of this other email. I think I have time to squeeze this in here. A woman named Melody Stewart sent me. Uh, she lives in Sharon, Pennsylvania. She's retired now. She said this happened to her in 1976. She said, I was in my early 20s and had recently moved into a new home. 
I was home alone one night and for some odd reason had an overwhelming feeling that knives were being aimed at me. The feeling was so intense that the hair on my arms was actually standing up. I was afraid to shut my eyes because I knew the knives were floating all around and pointed directly at me, ready to strike. My uncle had died not long before this occurred, and I kept feeling like he was with me. I hoped he was there to protect me. I finally fell asleep on the couch, and when I woke up the next morning, all seemed fine until I got out of the shower and saw myself in the mirror. I had two razor-sharp red marks slashed across my throat. Again, that's from Melody, Sharon, Pennsylvania. Stories like that, they they <laughs> they do make you wonder, don't they, about the spiritual realm sort of crossing over, perhaps, into the physical world. I wonder if I have time to to read one more to you. I don't know. Mm. Uh, you know what? This I, I believe I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this story off until another show. This is a really good one. Sometimes somebody sends me an email and I read it and I go, "Man, this actually gave me goosebumps." You know, and this is one that that's going to give you goosebumps. So I'll save that for an upcoming edition of this show. And, and, and it's very important, of course. If if you like this show, like I, I don't do this show to talk to myself. I mean, I do this for you and for your friends and for people who like to listen. It's important for you to share this show with others. And one of the great things about doing this show is getting this amazing feedback from people who take the information here take the knowledge and they turn it into some kind of activity into some kind of a practice. And since I have started playing this good luck or good fortune tone, it has, it truly has been amazing to me how many people have had uh success. You know, I, I read testimonials from time to time. And so I'm going to go ahead and play the, the good fortune tone for you again here in a minute. It, it, it only lasts like 20 seconds and you should take a deep breath and relax and listen to it. But if you are interested in opening your mind and improving your life, don't you find it interesting how often you listen to spiritual experts, ascended masters, whatever you want to call them? And they always say, I meditate. I take time. And I meditate. And I guess it's like anything else in the world. You know, if you want to play the guitar, you got to practice the guitar every day. You want to play the piano, you practice the piano. You want to shoot, you know, hoops. You practice basketball every day uh, to be the best. And at some point, I'm going to give you some advice on the easiest way to meditate. And uh, th this is something that... that one of my good friends uh, taught me, and I honestly, I don't do it as much as I should. I, I, bought off, I buy it off way more than I can chew. But 
in lieu of just taking a five minutes every day to meditate, I really think listening to this tone is doing something good for people because if it wasn't, well, why would people write me and tell me all these success stories? So take 20 seconds, 20 seconds out of your life. Take a deep breath. If you can close your eyes and listen to this tone. Here it is. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.